We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Gap Factory Labor Day sale is happening now. Hurry in for the best deals of the season. 40 to 75% off everything. Plus doorbusters August 30th through September 2nd only. Tees from $4.99. Logo styles from $16.99. And jeans from $19.99. Shop in-store today at Gap Factory or at GapFactory.com. Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of the Dynasty Tradecast brought to you by MyBookie.ag, the official sports book of Rotoviz Radio. I, as always, am your host, Eric Bertzloff, better known on Twitter as at Dynasty Trades, joined by my co-host, Nathan. Oh, what's, no up, what's, up, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, see, you Dan, don't, Dan, you don't Dan, have to rush in. You don't have to rush in today. He's not going to over-talk you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I thought that this would be my chance to actually talk first because Dan always swipes in or swoops in. Swipes in. Swipe or no swiping. He's Um, tendering you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tendering me. Summer's slipping away, so grab hold of Amazing at California's Great America before it's too late. Buy next year's season pass and get unlimited visits this year to experience rides, shows, and attractions. That includes incredible coasters, Boomerang Bay, and an amazing Peanuts-themed kids' area. Get this special offer for as low as 11 payments of $6.50 after an initial payment. Hurry to get the best price on the most fun you can have. Buy your 2020 season pass now at cagreatamerica.com and all that, that fun stuff so yeah uh no dan so uh but i am excited for this show today lots of news this week and not, we're not news nuts uh like we told dan last week that we may be talking about news notes but nope we're not doing news notes at all Co- correct we're just focusing on pertinent dynasty value shifts and that of course has to do with players performances in weeks that they play football nathan 
Correct. So that is what we're going to talk about. As always, uh, before we get into that, uh, I want to let everyone know you can get a listener's only 30% discount to Rotoviz NFL Pass through the NFL Podcast homepage. That's rotoviz.com slash podcast. Uh, the description gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content. Right now, uh, Rotoviz is pumping out fantastic content. So if you're just a listener to the show, you just enjoy the show and you, you really don't go check out Rotoviz, it's it's very metric driven, awesome data. Uh, Super interesting articles uh, if you're into that sort of thing. So I implore you to go there, check if you're a contender, if you're middling, if you suck. I mean, you're not going to be able to use it this year if you're already out. Um, but I don't know. Maybe you could storm a comeback. Nathan, well, can, can, hold on, hold like, on. Uh, oh, and five? I'd like, I'd, like to, I'd like to correct you here. Uh, the Road of His radio channel does have a college football podcast. So um, you're contributing to that pod as well as our pod. So, you know, you are contributing towards articles in the future for college football content. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, make sure you uh, you sign up for Rotoviz that uh, that supports the pod, and uh, your subscription gives you unlimited access, as I mentioned before, to that content. Uh, it also supports this particular pod. So you can contact us via email, rotovizradio at gmail.com, and we'll get you that thirty percent discount. So all right. With that said, I'm going to back off of the other words that I usually say here. Uh, I'm going to avoid those like the plague, Nathan. I'm dodging them, not using my crutch today. Uh, how was the week in fantasy football? It was good. It was good. Uh, you know, we didn't have a Dalvin Cook injury, so that, that's a positive. But we did have uh, – you said crutch, so here's a transition for you. Odell Beckham now needs a crutch after that injury this past this past week. So out Dude, for the it's season. Too soon. It's too soon, man. It's too too soon. soon. God, that is that's, – that's brutal, man. Uh, I mean, it's a nice segue on your part, uh, but it's brutal and insensitive to OBJ. But, I mean, yeah, he uh, – that was brutal to watch. There were several brutal-to-watch injuries uh, yesterday. I, 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 like that, uh, that Chris Conley injury, did you watch that? No, I, I don't watch football, so. <laughs> the end of the Kansas City game? Oh, his like his like you watched his Achilles snap and like his like uh his calf jiggle as it was like releasing the tension. It was like, oh uh it was it was it was probably one of the grosser ones I've seen. And that's that's a unique grossness that I saw. All right, that that's that's an interesting uh bad radio right there. Um you know what's not bad radio are polls that we've been doing during the show. Uh <laughs> we, a couple of weeks ago like, like Big we, we kind of stumbled onto a, a good segment where we were arguing about something on the podcast. We're like, you know what? Throw a poll up. Let Twitter decide how wrong I am. So this week's throw the poll up of the week is going to be Odell Beckham Jr., the guy with the crutch, or Stephon Diggs, a guy who has looked like ne- the next coming in, Antonio Brown. Uh, what, what do you think that this poll is going to be looking like in, you know, 12, 24 hours? Um, well, first off, let me say I put it up for six days, so uh, this will be telling to see how many votes it gets, and put it. I pinned it on my profile, so I'm gonna start doing that during uh, during the week, the shows that we do. I'm gonna put the show poll up on my uh, up on my timeline at the top, so you can find it easy. Uh, to answer your question. I think it's too soon for OBJ uh, to fall to the levels of digs. I think there's a discussion and I think it's a valid discussion. Um, but I, I think it's probably people are still, people are still kind of in denial. You go through like the seven steps of grief after you lose a player for the season. And I think people are still in denial on, on, uh, on OBJ. I know I kind of am not necessarily denial, but I'm not making active moves yet. Uh, I'm just kind of like lamenting the fact that I've lost that production uh, and actually lost the, lost the fun of watching him play on Sunday for the rest of this year. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that he gets back to 100%. But, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's uh, it's at least a discussion now. 
Yeah, I think that this will kind of fall in that range, like 68 to 32, 70 to 30, yeah. uh, because people are going to be still worried about, you know, the Vikings quarterback situation with Sam Bradford is inconsistent and injured. And, uh, you know, Eli Manning is also, you know, just bad and old. So, you know, the quarterback situations for both these players are not great. So you're mostly betting on the talent that they have. And I think that most people would say that Odebeckham is more talented than Stephon Diggs. But at this point, it's kind of close, and you, especially if you're getting the Stephon Diggs production right now. Yeah, and I, I think that's true. I think as the year progresses, as OBJ is not putting up points, um, that this is just how we – and I always, I always bring this up, but people have very short-term memories in this very long-term game uh, that people are going to start to react over the next couple of weeks as the reality sets in that OBJ is going to be gone and may not be a lock for next year. Uh, they're saying he might need surgery. He may not be a lock for the preseason next year, and he, he, he may have a slow start next year. So uh, there's definitely a discussion. I think he'll immediately drop in the ranks to number two. Uh, and then I think that you're going to see Diggs continue to creep up the ranks. I think he's, he's knocking at the end of the first round right now in startup draft. Uh, ADP, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see OBJ end up in kind of the middle uh, and then uh, Diggs kind of end up right there behind him uh, by the time we're talking about this at the beginning of next season. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, Ryan Mandel posted about ADP, how Odobeck has been in that one slot for like 24 straight months and that the next month may be like the first time the XU falls out of that slot. So, But Evans hasn't been doing exactly amazing either. I mean, this has been like he's been struggling this year too. No, I, I and there's arguments for other players. You know, the, the we talked about last week the elite tier of running backs with Zeke and, and Bell kind of struggling a little bit with just even on the field despite their off-field troubles. So, I, I mean, I, in one league I saw Leonard Fournette traded for Mike Evans straight up today. So, what? I mean, that, he could even happen. So, you know. Were there, like, contracts involved? Holy crap. Yeah, no, just a, a normal dynasty league. Whew. All right, that's a, that's a fiery take. Um well, Nathan, that sounds like a real gamble on Leonard Fournette. And if you want to gamble, I know where you can do it. It's mybookie.ag. We've been talking about them for weeks. Uh, they're the primary sponsor on this particular podcast. I mean, at the top of the show, I said we were sponsored by mybookie.ag. Uh, mybookie.ag is a fantastic website that if you've uh, been online sports betting uh, for years and have not checked out mybookie, I highly implore you to do so. Uh, you can get the 100% deposit bonus by using code TRADECAST. That's TRADECAST, uh, all caps, lowercase. Doesn't matter, I don't think. Uh, and then uh, using that using that also on top of that 100% bonus, you also get a $25 casino credit, uh, no strings attached. So that's super cool. Uh, so if you are a seasoned gambler online and want to uh, give my bookie and another site a try, I highly implore you to do that. Or... If you're new and you're like, man, I feel like I got all those games last week right in my Pick'em League, then I implore you to also check that out. And uh, if you want to give my bookie a go, uh, there's some great rewards for putting money on there. So uh, highly implore you to do that. Uh, again, that is TradeCast as a, as the code there. So as mybookie.ag says, you play, you win, you get paid. All right, Nathan, with that said, let's dive into week five news and notes. Ah, it's not news and notes. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about probably the biggest note of the Sunday afternoon that wasn't an injury, and that was the play of Aaron Jones. He was the guy that was picked up on all the redraft waiver wires this past uh, week, and people were like, oh, should I play him against the Cowboys? Is Jamal Williams going to be getting the carries? And it turned out Aaron Jones was the play. Aaron Jones was the guy to put in your starting lineup. He looks like the feature back in the Packers' backfield, at least with Ty Montgomery out. Uh, 
do you think Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is here to stay as an RB1, or do you think he splits carries if and when Ty Montgomery returns? I mean, I think RB1 is probably a bit much, but I, what I will say is he he added a bit more spark than Ty Montgomery did. Um, and, and just, I know I'm basing it off of one game, but like it was, I was watching that game pretty closely and trying to see what Jones did. I mean, he made some great catches, uh, really great like blocking. Like he looked, he looked fantastic out there. So, um, I don't think he's an RB one. I think we're jumping the gun here. I think uh, I think Twitter is going to freak out. I mean, we could have made the Twitter poll like Aaron Jones or an early second, and probably would have had fifty uh, fifty at this point. Uh, so I'm interested to see. I think that he's I think he's earned a seat at the table. So we kind of talked in earlier episodes about Ty Montgomery being the bell cow in that offense and how hard that is to come by. I don't know that that's what happens when he gets back from injury. Yeah, I see it as a split backfield when Montgomery returns. But at, and until then, you know, if Montgomery misses it another week or two, Aaron Jones becomes like a must start in your fantasy lineup because, you know, he's in a Aaron Rodgers offense as the RB1. So, and by when I said RB1 earlier, I didn't mean RB1 in fantasy. I meant RB1 in the Packers offense. So, oh, okay. Uh, I, I was about to say, I was like, RB1 in, in Dynasty seems like a bit much. No, yeah, that, that would be an overreaction. Uh, but I think that the one thing this does do, and, you know, maybe a, a bit of an overreaction, but at the same time not, uh, Jamal Williams doesn't really have any dynasty value. Aaron Jones has supplanted him, and I don't really see him regaining that spot anytime soon. So, if so, you- so let me stop you there because, you, you, I mean, that's that, I think that's an interesting point is like – because Jamal Williams hasn't, hasn't even got a shot. He just played four downs and got injured. Like you don't think that they're going to see what they have in him like at, at any other point? I think that he had his shot to supplant um, like a mediocre running back in Ty Montgomery, and he didn't do it. So, I mean, I, uh, I'm sure he'll get sure he'll get carries in the future. He'll you know he'll get some opportunity, but I think that from now on, it is the Jones and Montgomery show, and uh, carries and targets will be hard to come by for Williams. All right. Well, I, I mean, I can't. I guess. I guess I can't. I guess I can't disagree with with that. I don't think Williams has a lot of value, but I, I think his value is plummeting anyways when he couldn't supplant uh, Montgomery. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's too early to say Jamal Williams is is dead completely back there. All it takes is another injury and then one good game from Jamal Williams, and we're changing this entire tune all around as well. Uh, so I, I guess let's let's kind of focus centrically on what the valuation of Aaron Jones is right now. Uh, because I think prior to this, he was a late fourth round pickup. Uh, I, saw, I had plenty of drafts where he went undrafted in Dynasty. Uh, and then there was nothing, 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 no smoke, no no interest from anyone until this moment right now, or until last week when he flashed for a little bit. So what is his valuation going from literally end of your bench potential waiver wire guy in Dynasty, which is kind of crazy, to now having a starting role in an Aaron, Aaron Rodgers offense? I think that, you know, you said it early second. I don't, I don't think that he can, you know, quite evolve into that first. But you think you that's the valuation is you, – you actually think the value is like early second. If I'm, if I'm selling Aaron Jones, if I'm selling the guy who I think is the starting running back in the, Panther, the Packers offense, then I, I need an early second. Interesting. I mean, I think that's the valuation as well. Uh, and I think that we'll see uh, as soon as everything opens up on like, uh, on like MFL, we're going to see – Aaron Jones trades for a first coming down the pipeline. I guarantee that or, or equivalence of that. So I think that, I think it's super interesting. I mean, I, I don't think I would be going out and purchasing yet, but this is why I sometimes miss the window on these guys is it just seems too, too good to be true. Week one, don't freak out. And then I don't freak out enough. And then I miss cream hunt altogether. 
All right, let's uh, go with a pair of storylines that I think are going to be recurring segments on this podcast until otherwise changed. Uh, first one, Amari Cooper, still bad. Uh, you know, uh, E.G. Manuel, I wasn't expecting a huge game out of him with Manuel under, under center, but Manuel did have that huge deep pass to Michael Crabtree and not much on, from Amari. I mean, I think he had like one catch from Amari Cooper. So um, are we pressing the panic? I, mean, I think that both of us, all of us kind of agreed we weren't pressing the panic button on Cooper quite yet. Has the panic button been pressed by you yet? So an interesting, I, I think an interesting thing happened last week, and I was I was actually a little bit hesitant on the Cooper discussion we had last week, um, but I, I you know I, I agreed he's worth a, he's worth about two first, but I think at this point the the floor for that valuation has now fallen out. Um, I think that people are now going to overreact until he has a couple nice games together. So I think. What happened in the last week is you got stuck holding Amari Cooper down. Yeah, I think that you'll see those trades few and far between, and the ones that do happen will be like, "Why did you sell Amari Cooper for like right. three second round picks?" Like, yeah, you sell him for free. Exactly. That's total. I totally agree. That's the trades we're going to see is people hitting the full on panic button, and I think that's a vast overreaction. But I think that I've proven my point correctly that him with Derek Carr out, his value's still fallen. What's up, Nathan? That proved my point nicely. <laughs> it did. It did indeed. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't expect him to, you know, continue to be this bad. So, so I mean, uh, I guess what's more interesting, I think is, is like the fact that EJ Manuel just didn't care to even look his way until like the end of the fourth quarter, I thought was super interesting. Um, whether he was not getting open or just, because this game I didn't watch quite as closely, but it just like it, the, the, the box score, which is a terrible way to, to look at a game, and just the reactions from it were just all around bad. Yeah, it's one of those things that when you're watching the game, you see Johnny Holton getting targets. Like, why are those <laughs> targets going to Amari Cooper? You just like, you know, wanted to throw your phone at the television. Yeah, I, I, I guess I agree with you. So I don't know. I mean, I think so. Let's talk real quick, Dynasty. What we what we're doing with with Cooper now? Because I don't think my opinion has changed from last week. I think that this these next couple of weeks are going to be rough, and I think he's going to go back in there when Car gets back, bang the table, say, "I want to be fed the football," and he's going to get fed the football, and he'll redeem himself to some extent. But that's not to say that at the end of this whole thing, that he's not at the beginning of that wide receiver two tier or at the very end of the wide receiver one tier from near the top of the wide receiver one tier, that wouldn't shock me if that's where suddenly the dust settled on Amari Cooper. Yep. I agree on that. Uh, we'll, we'll continue on to the other guy I was talking about. I was uh, preluding to, if that's a word, uh, Devin Funches. Uh, eluding is what you were looking for. Nathan. Preluding, eluding, you know, eluding. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, language. It's fine. You just have a podcast. Professional talker, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, Devin Funches has continued his breakout in the 2017 season, scoring another touchdown. Um, and maybe we can even combine this to a Cam talk as well, because uh, we called him dead like three weeks ago. Um, our Cam and Funches no, for – Did not call him dead for the record, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well – Anyways, yeah, all right. yeah no, I, I think we all argued Cam was being vastly undervalued, and now that's how quickly Dynasty stuff can catapult back. Now everybody's like, Cam is amazing. Cam's Cam's the top the top three quarterback for sure. Uh, whereas that was that happened pretty quick. All right, I guess I'm I'm going to stop talking about Cam and focus on what's really hurting me on the inside. To say I was wrong about Devin Funches. Uh, I. Was, this reminds me of Devonta Adams all over again. Uh, this is I'm going to have to eat 
I think I'm gonna have to eat the crow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I've, I've led you astray. Devin Funches appears to actually be good at football. There we go. It's it's oh. such, such a nice thing to hear on the road of his uh, radio airwaves. Uh, I'm excited to see what Funches does the rest of the season. And the, the biggest thing with him is that, you know, we, we projected him to be a touchdown scorer and he's scoring those touchdowns. So even if he's not going to produce like four catches for 90 yards every game, as long as he's getting that end zone, I'll, I'll be happy you know, and with my fantasy output. Yeah, let's let's talk about kind of the reverse angle of that coin because I think Benjamin's been falling, Funches has been soaring, and I think they both kind of met in the middle now, dynasty value wise. Maybe with Funches being a little bit on top, um, and probably because Kelvin's value hasn't caught up yet to him. So I guess let's ask this question: Is how much more valuable is Funches than Benjamin? And do what what do we anticipate for Benjamin? If you're a Benjamin owner, what are you going out and doing? If Funches is worth an early second, I think Benjamin's worth a mid second. Okay, but I mean, are we? I, I think that that continues the trend down as this the the I'm trying to think of a clever awakening with the word funchus in it, but I, I can't do it. Um, that I mean, I guess what it, I, I think it's time to sell Kelvin Benjamin, and I think it's a sell low. I think you just get out now. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a good take for sure. And the, the thing with Benjamin is he always has had those guys that believe in him. So even if you're in a sell low, just find the guy that you know still mildly believes in him and get yourself you know an early second round pick out of it. Yeah, I mean, early second round, I mean, if you can get a first, you're, you're stealing. But it, it pains me to say that, too, because I've always been on this Benjamin train uh, also. So I've been on very much the Benjamin is good train with the Funchess is bad train. Uh, and it appears I was on the wrong track. So uh, that pains me to say. All right, um, let's I, – I, yeah, so I guess the, focusing on both of those. So, okay, let's move on to a player that's really seeming to struggle – um, and again, not to toot our own horn, but let's toot that horn, Nathan. Uh, we've been saying on the Dynasty Tradecast that JHI's value was way too high uh, going into this season, and he has uh, burst like a balloon up to this point. So uh, what are you doing as a Dynasty owner if you were higher on a Jai or if you just happen to have a Jai on your team uh, as he struggles? Are you panicking getting rid of him, or are you just praying that this is uh, this is all offensively driven and it's just because Jay Cutler smokes cigarettes on the sideline. Uh, this, this is a tough one um, because when you've been advocating for selling him at that late second round startup price that he was at pretty much the entire off season. Yeah. N- now, obviously you'd be selling it more like a fourth, fifth round startup price. If and that. that's a tough, that's a tough, yeah, if that, it's a tough pill to swallow. So I think you have to hold on, and, and this is one of those things that we say in Dynasty, and it sometimes comes back to bite us, but you have to wait on that big game, wait for that 100 yards, two-touchdown game that will happen at some point, maybe when Jay Cutler gets benched for Matt Moore. Um, it's a crazy thing that you're hoping for that, but you know maybe that's when the big Ajayi game happens, and maybe when that happens – Someone there's a rebirth of truthers and someone says, okay, I got to go pay, you know, a mid first for a Jai right now. So I, I think that um, now is not the time to bail because I think that at some point there will be a good game, but that's a risk in itself. Yeah, I, I completely agree. This is, this is a classic go down with the ship scenario is if you own him and you paid some outrageous valuation um, it's time to just, take your licks and pray that he comes out of this uh, overreaction and selling for like a second round pick um, is something that would just, that, that's how you can sink your dynasty team is by freaking out, selling your top top tier assets for something like that. So uh, at the end of the day, if you lose a second round pick, it's not the end of the world, but if he does, like if he, if he falls down, if he goes down, gets injured, falls to literally nothing dynasty value, you've lost right now a second round pick. But if he goes back to his studly status, suddenly he's worth two firsts, 
uh, that's a big swing. Your team can afford to lose that second round valuation, but your team can't afford to lose those two first round valuations. So uh, as Nathan alluded that I just kind of phrased differently, this is those are the reasons that you have to go down with the ship here. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our next guy. We've pretty much talked about every single week on this show. And that's Chiefs rookie running back Kareem Hunt. I'm, I'm going to pose the question, Eric. Did we crown Kareem Hunt a little too early? No, no, no. no. The answer is no. Um, if anything, I continue to be impressed by him. Um, I mean, he's still looked incredible. The only thing that's been missing is the two, three touchdowns he was putting up for the first couple. That's always going to be missing because he's not going to put up three touchdown games every no, week. No, sure, but that's that's irrelevant. I mean, his floor appears to be 120 yards. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, that's bas- I mean, it looks like he's a lock for 15 fantasy points uh, a week. So if you can have that player on your team, I mean, that's that's the dream right there. So I don't and 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 not and he did he has not looked bad out there. He's looked shifty. He's looked looks scary. Uh, he's been a player that that really has looked amazing and just looks like it hasn't gone his way um, in a tough couple matchups. So I, I think the way you go is, is maybe fish around and see if anybody's low on hunt right now. I really don't think anybody is. I, I, I think that just because he's not scoring, he didn't score a touchdown for two games. I don't think that that really impacts his value all that much, especially with the people who have stars in their eyes and championships on their mind. Yeah. When I, when I meant, did, did he, would he be crowned him too early? I wasn't saying, oh, is he a bust now or do we have to sell him well, right I mean, now? I understand. I, I, did he, is he in the top saying, tier is your question. I, I was more saying, are, are we putting him as a top six t- startup pick a little bit too early? And I think we did do that. I think that I, I still have Fournette above him. And I think that it's a conversation between him and McCaffrey. But right now, obviously, Hunt has shed much more at the NFL level. Um, but basically, my point is I, pr- I still prefer Fournette. <laughs> Okay, and that's and that's fine, but I, I don't. I think it would be. I think it would be hard pressed to find somebody who's not putting Fournette as a top five running back right now. No, you're right. So, I mean, if that's the case, then Hunt's right behind him in the top six, and that's an elite. I, honestly, the elite tier, as we talked about, uh, what last last episode with Ryan McDowell, it it can it it seems like it's ballooned to eight running backs right now. Um, and with the Dalvin Cook injury, it's not getting. I mean, it's just kind of this. This block of uh, a block of lard blocking the the ADPs around the world right now because we don't really know how to shuffle these shells into the right position right now. Block of lard. That's what I just said, Nathan. All right. <laughs> what am I talking about? I don't know either, Nathan. I don't know either. But but I, I I do think I do think Hunt is still in that top tier. All right, that's fair. Yeah, it's just one of those things that when you see three 30-point games in a row, it's like, oh, this guy's the greatest running back ever. And then he has like two very good weeks. It's like, oh, <laughs> let's slow down a little bit. But Still uh, we, we, talk, we, we touched on a little bit at the front of the show, so I think we'll talk about the non-OBJ players in, in, involved in this. Uh, the Giants offense right now uh, in the post-Odo Beckham era uh, as far as just this year. Uh, what do we think? Do we think that Wayne Gallman becomes a buy because they're just going to have to run the ball so much? Is this offense just so bad that you should avoid it all? What, what are we thinking? And I, I'm pretty sure the Shepard and Marshall injuries aren't serious, right? Um, it looks like Shepard is day-to-day and Marshall is out for a couple weeks is what it sounds like, uh, with OBJ being out for the season. So, um, man, this Giants offense just looks – I mean, just it looked bad with these guys on it. So, with, like taking all of them away, I, this is this is a total classic avoid for me. Uh, I don't think I want anything to do with these guys. Um, 
you're not going to be able to, I mean, unfortunately you're not going to be able to sell Eli Manning in a, in a super flex league for much. Uh, maybe you could find somebody to give you a late first for him, but I'm not even sure you're getting that with those guys healthy. So um, yeah, I'm, I think it's, I think it's a full on avoid. Where are you at on it? Yeah. I mean, I see it as we talked about like the Chicago bears situation uh, before the season. It's like, yeah. which, I, of those wire, which of those wide receivers do we want? None of them. Cause that offense is going to be so bad. Deontay Thomas. Deontay Thompson, but okay. <laughs> I can't even. I don't even know his real name. I saw Bryce Treggs was on on the field. That's exciting. Bryce Treggs is on the field, and oh, so the is. Sorry. Sorry, I can't even get the right team for that guy. Bryce Treggs is on the field, but I'm not sure I want to put him in my draft lineup quite yet. Fantasy football fans, listen up. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. Here's how it works. You do a draft that lasts for just one week, and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. And don't forget it. If you put Bryce Treggs, you got to, you know, take him out. You know. Yeah, uh, don't once draft Bryce draft- <laughs> Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Dra- oh, so you can't you can't drop Bryce Treggs. So they, really, don't. That's the message of this ad. Don't drop. Don't draft Bryce Treggs. <laughs> draft every uh, couple minutes so you can join one right now. The best part, play for the cold, hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's drafts for everyone. No salary cap, playing a real-life uh, sneak draft, just like just like you play with your friends in a season-long league. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app, use the code RVRADIO, and you get a free game with your deposit today. How awesome is that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, download the app, RV Radio. you're playing a free game. You know, you can win like 10 bucks for free. You know, that's pretty good. Nathan, there is a thirteen hundred dollar buy-in game that's on there, so you want a lot more than that if you've uh, if you've got the Kahuna. I, 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 I don't think that the free I don't think the free game comes with the thirteen hundred heads up. No, I understand. I'm just saying, do uh, if you have Kahuna's, you can go play the high stakes and the draft. I don't know why I turned Italian during that. All right, go ahead, Nathan. Tell them about draft. I just did heads up for rolls. Get in that thirteen hundred dollar buy-in, rock and roll. All right, and, All right. And, and something worth mentioning also, if you if you for some reason don't have a smartphone, you're still rocking the flip phone out there. Uh, you can you can go play you can go to playdraft.com and play draft there. Again, use the promo code RV Radio. Hey sports fans, football season's here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. My bookie is the industry leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. My bookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. My bookie has in game live betting on every major league and event, even esports. There's no better time to join my bookie than today. Go to my bookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. All right, Nathan, let's play my I'm, – I'm actually nervous to enter into the game because I know you're going to start singing. Uh, let's enter into the game, rookie or the vet? Rookie! Rookie or the vet! See, I, knew that was, I, I literally was hesitating for that. So I believe the very first iteration of this, I did a very good job singing rookie or the vet, and it inspired you guys to start singing. So I, I actually, you know what, I, I guess it is – 
what I always say to my wife, I'm, a, I'm an inspiration. Okay. That's one way to start the game segment. We're going to do this first rookie of the vet. I, talk, I talked to everyone about how high I was on Leonard Fournette. We talked about Kareem Hunt. So let's talk about Leonard Fournette or David Johnson. I'll start us off here because I'm going to get a little takey. Uh, we talked about how I'm not, not as high as David Johnson because of his age. I'm going to go to Leonard Fournette here. You know, I'm doing it. I think that he has proven enough to be, you know, that top four, top five running back. He's giving you the production now, and I, I don't see him, you know, not producing in the coming years. So I think that David Johnson him will be scoring comparably, but, you know, Fournette's younger and is scoring now. So I'll take him. Oh, man, that's a really – Takey take. Uh, I, I, I'm still going to go David Johnson. Uh, people easily forget how good he was on the field. And sure, he's old, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'll take the points. As, as contrary as that is targeting the, the injured player in this case. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's – I mean, Fournette would have had a, an average week last week if he didn't break off a 90-yard run. Uh, and it looks great, but uh, I, I'll still go David Johnson. Alrighty. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe I'm just a little too excited that it happens. No, I mean, uh, it's totally, I mean, the guy's been electric and been consistent and most importantly, he's been consistent, which is really what you're looking for at the running back position. So I totally get the mentality. Uh, I still don't, I still don't see how I could do that. Uh, especially with Johnson getting injured so early in the season, he'll, he'll be back next season and, and back to back to full steam and the hype will continue to, to, to swell with him. All right, this is another one. I think I think we've done this one on rookie of that before, but I think that it's it's even closer than it has been before. Juju Smith Schuster or Martavis Bryant. Oh man, this is actually I was having a conversation with one of my buddies about this. Uh, Martavis Bryant has been really interesting this year and really surprisingly bad. Uh, but maybe it's just Ben has been really bad. Uh, but like he was so electric and and he he had that dynasty value in the second round. Uh, what last year and uh, this year he's just looked horrible out there. So I've never been a Bryant guy, but maybe, maybe we're just too low on him uh, as, as crazy as that sounds, but, but Smith's look solid too. I mean, this, this is a push for me. Um, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a push for me. It's uh, although it, it, Martavis did turn out to be correct that Juju was Sammy Coates replacement. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sammy Coates turned out to be incorrect. That's not Mar- That's, that's his replacement. Right. Uh, I'm also going to go, I mean, you, you said push, but I'm going to go Juju Smith-Schuster here. I think that part of it might be just the fact that uh, Martavis is on a one-year contract. It'll be a free agent after the year. And the Steelers are more invested in the success of Juju Smith-Schuster. But, yeah. you know, they have been giving him the red zone targets, the red zone looks. He got a rushing touchdown week one, I'm pretty sure. So uh, I, I like Smith-Schuster. He doesn't carry the baggage that Martavis does off the field. And it looks like the Steelers like him a little bit more at this point. I mean, is is the up the only thing that that makes this a push for me? Because I agree completely with what you're saying, and I think that Smith is the smarter, logical choice. But Martavis has insane upside if he flexes it, and I think that's where the great equalizer is in this. Is Martavis is that boom bust, and I think Juju is going to be a, a consistent wide receiver three four for for many years to come. Yeah, I mean that's that's a fair point, but I think that the. It it comes with Martavis being even if he booms, I think he's the yeah. type. Of, even if he booms, he's the type of receiver. He's going to give you you know four or five wide receiver one weeks, and then he's going to give you you know five or six wide receiver five weeks. So I mean, maybe in some circumstances, I might even want the you know the low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three weeks from from Juju there. 
Okay, so suddenly he creeped up in the wide receiver two talk there in the middle of that. That's impressive. Yep, he's pretty good. He's really good. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our ne- next rookie of the vet, and I'm stealing it. Uh, this is Corey Davis or Devontae Adams. This one is interesting because if you asked me before the season, the 101 or Devontae Adams, I had told you, snap except click 101, 101, three times, times Sunday. So, but today – uh, Corey Davis has come off to that slow start, and Devontae Adams has a hot start, two touchdowns after being concussed. So pretty good start for Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, but but, but I'm going to go with the upside in Corey Davis, I think, uh, but I do think this is close. Man, this is, this is interesting because everybody's super low on Corey Davis. I mean, right now, and this is going to kind of derail the conversation here, right now if we did a rookie draft, um, with how everybody's feeling right now, where does Corey Davis get drafted? One hundred three after Fournette and Hunt. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's right. He might even slip a little bit further. So um, it's, it's it's very it's very interesting how quickly we sour on these guys, and it's something I always kind of try to keep an eye on. But um, it's tough to argue that Adams is going to be the guy for Rogers for years to come again i'm gonna have to eat i'm like full-on crow because i'm eating my second crow of the show uh that this is yeah adams i think is the guy uh with Corey davis and adams is worth at least the 101 oh god ah, chad parsons i traded you him for tyler lockett right before he blew up <laughs> ah, kudos to you kudos to you uh yeah i mean that's that's fine but i think i think cory davis is an interesting question moving forward uh if he blows up and has a couple games i think this could very easily turn even or even flip right yeah for sure i mean like, like i said i'll, I'll take cory davis today so if he, he, he blows up in three weeks then i'll definitely be taking cory davis but um, if we if we put this on twitter it's going 80 20 for adams for sure no 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 i i, I mean <laughs> maybe this we need this ball too i think it's i think it's like like 60 40 no, it's it's going up. I'm putting it up right now. I, I think I think it goes. I think it goes like eighty twenty. I think Twitter is Twitter is hot takey and uh, has a very very short term memory. So that would be what I'd say. Oh, that reminds me to do a check in the middle of the show on our Twitter poll. Um, off air, I said twenty eight. I said twenty eight to seventy two. Nathan, do you want to take a guess at what it is? Twenty eight to seventy two. I was off by one percentage point. It is 7327. Uh that's OBJ. Uh 73%. This this poll kind of went as we both expected it to. Um and, and it's got 330 votes already. So I don't think that there's any chance that those numbers significantly change. So I think that's what you're going to be looking at um there. But but I think it does raise an interesting question. Uh all right. Another interesting question is is the Sean Watson for real? Uh, this dude is electric. Um, and so we're going to compare Deshaun Watson to two quarterbacks that are veterans, uh, very similar value, kind of a low mid QB one tier. Uh, and that's Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan. Uh, who are you taking Nathan? <laughs> oh, this is so hard to do, but I think, I think if I'm going to do an order of these three, I'm going to go vet Matt Ryan, rookie Deshaun Watson, and vet Matthew Stafford. I think that Watson has shown enough and enough upside early on at a young age with an explosive young offense with Will Fuller. This is a guy we probably should have talked about early on. Probably. Will Fuller has looked really freaking good. <laughs> through but two that's weeks what he ago. did last season for the first five games. Good point. So, look, for in three weeks, Will Fuller will disappear. 
Um, but, <laughs> Turn back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, but Watson in a young explosive offense, I'm going to put him ahead of Matthew Stafford. Um, and also the rushing upside obviously gives him, you know, that, that fantasy, you know, goodness. So yeah. I'll, I'll go Ryan Watson Stafford. But I think that by the end of the season, we could be saying Watson Ryan Stafford. I, th- I think you're right. I think we could be going either direction with Watson at the end of the season. Um, I'm going to go hot takey here and say, I don't think Watson's the real deal. And I, I'll prepare a crow for me in a, in a couple, or I, I guess at the end of the season or in the off season, I'll have another crow waiting for me. Um, but that's going to be kind of my hot takey approach that he just seems to be like, just huck the ball down the field. And honestly, he seems to be running kind of hot right now. Uh, a, being a luck box, as we might say in the poker world, where he's getting kind of lucky um, and is running hot at the moment. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him kind of fizzle out. Uh, and with his play style, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a, t- a couple shots either. Uh, so it's 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 interesting. He's electric to watch. Like he's a ton of fun to watch. I'm just I, I think that I think we have him in the right range in this discussion. But there's people already starting the discussion of is he worth two firsts in a super flex league? I'm like I don't think that he is. Uh, but that's the kind of love he's been getting. Where I think that end of the wide oh, end of the QB one board or or you know like eight nine ten uh, QB ten roughly is is a fine place for him to be right now. Yeah, and I think that there's still somewhat if you if you're a fan of Watson and you didn't get him in your rookie draft. There's still a bit of a buying window in one QB because it seems like the values are slower to catch up there. Yeah. Uh, so in, in Superflex, you can't buy Watson right now. And so, the values just don't get that high either. Right. And But right now, you can't buy Watson. It's going to be cost you two first, and that's just a ridiculous thing to pay for a guy who, you know, does have a high volatility for what he's going to do over the next, you know, and, and for that throughout the rest of his career. So I'm not paying two first for Watson yet. And that's probably and what 2018 is a good QB class too. So that would be, they, they say this every year. And then by, right. the, by the time the draft comes, they all stink. So hey, Deshaun Watson was actually, uh, was actually somebody, somebody that got pegged, right? He was supposed to be the QB one for like two years in Debbie leagues. And then he wasn't the QB one because Mr. Trubisky got picked first. Right. And now, now he's very clearly the QB one. So uh, I think everybody's wishing that they had him on their team. Yeah. All right. Another player people were wishing they had on their team a few years ago was Austin Safarian Jenkins. And this rookie of the bat's going to be ASJ or OJ Howard. OJ Howard has had a bit of a quiet start to his career. He had a big long touchdown against the Giants a couple of weeks ago. But outside of that, he really hasn't done much. It's been the Cameron Brait show at tied in for the Buccaneers. So are you panicking on OJ Howard? Are you that excited about ASJ? Rookie of the vet, which side you got? Okay, I'm not. First off, I'm just gonna say I am not excited about ASJ. Um, everybody's getting all up in arms uh, <laughs> on this guy. Uh, he had he had he had six catches for 30 yards and a touchdown this week. Six catches for 30 yards and a touchdown, and we're anointing him as like uh, a consistent dynasty producer. Is uh, is proven to be a moron off the field time and time again. If you ever follow him on Twitter, it's Man, he's, he's said some ridiculous things there. Uh, Howard is an elite tight end prospect. I don't think this one's really close for me. Uh, Howard has been slow to get started, but that's fine. Uh, all, most good tight ends turn out to be slow to get started, although maybe I'm making the point for ASJ with that statement. Uh, but I'm still going to believe in the pedigree of Howard, and and I just, I just really don't want a guy like ASJ on my team whatsoever. And I, I think that this, like, this resurrection of ASJ – 
is getting way overblown because he's the starting tight end for the Jets and has caught 100 yards in the last three games. I will say, as a guy who's had ASA stashed on a few spots, I'm getting a little excited. Because you can finally sell him is what you're doing. <laughs> yes, that might be the move to make. But I, <laughs> I agree. If I can get O.J. Howard for ASG right now, I'm going to do that twice on Sunday, three times on Wednesday. What is this so, twice on Sunday? What, like, what, what is this saying? Six is this days? Say in Florida? No, you never heard the sign six days of the week and twice on Sunday? Or seven <laughs> days of the week and twice on Sunday? But you, you say like three times on Monday after you say this saying. <laughs> I know, I just made it up, you know. I'm just like, oh, okay, just confirming that it's that's not a real thing. Go ahead. It's just it's just the twice on Sunday, and then I make up the second part. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, O.J. Yeah, Howard, go ahead. done. So, what, what's the – I mean, okay, what's the value on ASJ? Because I, I assume O.J. Howard, again, if we're going back and putting on our time machine hat and we're going back in time and everybody's drafting again, I mean, what is if you knew O.J. Howard was doing this little, does it really change where he was getting drafted at the end of the first round? I think a combination of what the other tight ends have done, what other players in the second round have done, like a Kareem Hunt, obviously. Would George bump down. Kittle. No, George Kittle, stop. I have him on a few teams, but stop. Um, yeah, so. You're talking I, about ASJ, but not George Kittle? Come on, man. <laughs> OJ Howard, I think he gets bumped down to like 203 range. And I think that ASJ has been bumped up maybe to like the late second, maybe. Uh, I'm sorry, late second of tight ends or late second valuation? Late second of rookie drafts. ASJ is to the late oh, second of rookie drafts, and Howard is down where now? Like 203. Uh, I, I agree with 203. I, I, uh, I just I cannot get on this AJ, ASJ train. This is uh, I'm not dying on this hill because this hill isn't happening. Nobody's coming to this hill. It's not happening. I, he, it's, he's already dead. I, I'm just – it's Howard. No question about it. ASJ Twitter. ASJ Twitter is going to light your mentions on fire tomorrow morning. Please do. Please do ASJ Twitter. Come <laughs> at me. Um, he is, I mean, yeah, it, it, good for him getting another opportunity after, after hopping out of Tampa, but OJ Howard wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for ASJ being a moron. There it is. Let's wrap up the show. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Uh, talking about Tampa Bay tight ends here. Did you want to talk about Tim Wright too, before we wrap the show, Nathan? Uh, no, the next time we do the dating game, we'll do that again. Uh, also, uh, I'd like to also point out while we're talking about tight ends that play for Tampa Bay, my uh, my Cameron Bray take during the offseason has just been insanely good. Just nuts, man. Uh, I'm the best. So, uh, all right, let's wrap the show. Uh, make sure that you uh, leave a rating and review for us. Uh, five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. Also, make sure you rate and subscribe to our independent channel now. Um, or not independent, but channel that's uh, – we're now like in an individual feed. That's probably the word I should be using. Um, and make sure you rate and review that individual feed. It's the Dynasty Tradecast, a Rotoviz podcast. So uh, we're still on the Rotoviz radio feed if you want to catch all the shows, or if you're just like, man, those guys at the Tradecast are just so sweet, um, or your NASCAR is not your thing, then uh, you can subscribe to individual feeds now on Rotoviz. Not just our show, but all shows. So uh, go leave all of those a five star review. Those are uh, just finally starting to get on the radar there, but they're. Uh, they're great feeds as well, um, and kind of all funnel. The, the same shows show up on Rotoviz Radio or those those feeds. So uh, awesome stuff there. So rate and review there. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Nathan, anything else before we wrap up? Anything you want to say to Dan? We miss you, Dan. Yeah, Dan will hopefully be, be back next week. So uh, for Nathan, Dan, and myself, 
This has been the Dynasty Tradecast. We'll catch up with you guys next week. Gap Factory Labor Day sale is happening now. Hurry in for the best deals of the season. 40 to 75% off everything. Plus doorbusters August 30th through September 2nd only. Tees from $4.99. Logo styles from $16.99. And jeans from $19.99. Shop in-store today at Gap Factory or at GapFactory.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.